Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Tonight, the second Thanksgiving of the pandemic, COVID cases and deaths continue to rise. But this year, Americans are on the move in numbers not seen since before the coronavirus. More than 50 million Americans are expected to travel over the holiday weekend. A pandemic record of 2.3 million travelers checked into U.S. flights at airports on Thanksgiving Eve alone. But could the travel surge become a super spreader? The commander-in-chief marks the first Thanksgiving of his presidency, giving thanks to U.S. troops. Thanks for these guys. Plus what we're learning about the president's health. The holiday shopping season begins with retailers ready to ring up record sales. While millions of Americans are expected to shop this weekend, a wave of brazen and sometimes violent smash-and-grab robberies could drive some shoppers away from stores. Delivery by drone, our exclusive look at how the nation's largest retailer is now parachuting packages to customers. Powerful winds whip up potential wildfire danger in the West, while a possible snowstorm could mess up holiday travel in the East. We go where the buffalo roam to show you how one Native American tribe is trying to save these symbols of freedom. And unifying America, how the seed keepers of Philadelphia are helping people connect with their roots. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell. Good evening and thank you for joining us on this Thanksgiving. Hope you're having a happy one. I'm Tony DeCopel in for Nora. For the second year in a row, Americans are expressing their gratitude in the midst of a pandemic. Just yesterday, the U.S. recorded more than 111,000 new COVID cases and more than 1,600 fatalities. But now more than 196 million Americans are fully vaccinated, including nearly 135,000 children between the ages of 5 and 11. With no lockdowns in effect, more Americans are also traveling this holiday weekend. Two million people passed through U.S. airports on Thanksgiving Eve alone. And here in New York City today, the streets were once again packed with crowds at the Thanksgiving Day Parade. But while COVID vaccines and boosters have helped Americans bring back their favorite holiday traditions, health officials do remind us the threat is not over. CBS's Elise Preston leads us off tonight in New York City. Good evening, Elise. Good evening, Tony. Thousands of people lined the sidewalk starting here at Macy's and Herald Square to watch the parade. And the people we spoke with said they were happy to take the necessary precautions to celebrate safely with family and friends. It certainly looks and feels like things are back to normal this Thanksgiving. In New York City, crowds gathered together to watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. 
Last year's parade was TV only. It's nice to be out and about. David Dallasor is visiting from California. With everyone being vaccinated, we can like all be you know around each other and not be as worried about um, getting sick. All across the country, families are coming together with fewer travel and COVID restrictions. More than 53 million people are driving, flying, or taking trains to their Thanksgiving destinations. Airports saw the highest number of passengers since the start of the pandemic. The TSA screened more than 2.3 million travelers yesterday. The risk is worth the reward. Once you get to your destination, Dr. Anthony Fauci recommends gathering only with people who are vaccinated. Otherwise, get tested. Since tests are so widely available now, that should be something that a person should be willing to do rather than put everyone else at risk. COVID cases are on the rise in 25 states and hospitalizations are up in 22 states. We're really in uncharted territories and it's not clear what's going to happen over the next six to 10 weeks. To protect yourself, infectious disease expert Dr. Michael Osterholm says get your booster shots now. For those who are fully vaccinated but now have reached that six-month time period after their doses they received, they need to get boosters. And if you plan on celebrating with loved ones over the next few days, doctors suggest spending time outdoors or leaving windows open. Just other steps to reduce transmission. Tony? Yeah, good advice. Love seeing those familiar Thanksgiving scenes. At least, thank you very much. President Biden is celebrating the first Thanksgiving of his presidency on Nantucket, an island about 30 miles off the coast of Massachusetts, where we also find CBS's Nancy Cordes. Nancy, good evening. I hear it's better there in the summertime. This is true, Tony, though the Bidens have been coming here to Nantucket to celebrate Thanksgiving for decades. It's something of a family tradition. It is also common for presidents to spend at least part of Thanksgiving Day with the troops. And so today, President Biden kept that tradition alive, too. In a brief break from family time today, the president and first lady visited a Coast Guard station, speaking with about two dozen service members outside and holding video calls inside with troops from all six branches of the military. Afterwards, Mr. Biden was asked what he's thankful for. What am I thankful for? I'm not joking when I say I'm thankful for these guys, whatever they are. People wonder what America is. They look and they see them. That's who they see. They don't see us here. They see them. And they make me proud. The president and first lady also called in to the annual Macy's Day Parade. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. And recorded a video message wishing the nation a happy holiday. One thing Mr. Biden can be thankful for today, a note from his doctor saying that a three millimeter polyp removed from his colon last week turns out to be benign, though the doctor noted it was potentially precancerous. The polyp was discovered during a routine colonoscopy at Walter Reed Military Medical Center last week. I feel great. Doctors say such polyps are common, especially in 79-year-olds. The president's doctor is recommending he get a follow-up colonoscopy in 7 to 10 years. Tony? That's a good long time, Nancy. Thank you very much. The holiday shopping season is officially underway with retailers expecting to ring up about 850 billion with a B dollars in sales this year. CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti has more on the big expectations for Black Friday. It's beginning to look a lot like 2019. 
Tonight, shop owners across the country are getting ready to welcome more than 158 million shoppers just this holiday weekend. I'm up 100% in sales from 2019. Miriam Al-Hamami, owner of the Game Chest Toy Shop, says that's despite product shortages and price hikes fueled by supply chain snarls. The Barbie advent calendar, which has been super popular, is $47.99 today, and it would have been $39.99 last year. Her biggest competition this season? Gas prices, because they're already spending 20% more to get to my store. Analysts say a combination of job growth, stimulus checks, and monthly child tax credits are helping consumers weather the highest inflation in three decades. Prices are high, but people don't seem to really bother with that. In fact, our last retail sales report showed a strong spending across lots of categories, even accounting for higher prices. So I think it's going to be a strong season. Especially strong for in-person shopping, which is up nationwide more than 14% from last year. No surprise, considering most stores were closed. Many people have said this is the first time they've been in a mall in almost two years. Um, so there's just now feeling comfortable to come out and do the shopping. One trend that has caught retailers and police off guard, a rash of high-end theft, like at this Nordstrom in Northern California. Officials say organized crime rings are running in, smashing counters and stealing luxury items, then selling their loot online. Most major retailers like Target are closed tonight ahead of Black Friday. Stores are stocking up on supplies. They're also beefing up their security. Tony. Yeah, those crime videos continue to shock me. Jonathan, thank you very much. Here's something. Shoppers who live within a 50-mile radius of Walmart headquarters in Arkansas can now get items dropped off by drone. The retail giant is teaming up with the drone delivery company Zipline to parachute packages of goods to everyday shoppers, CBS's Errol Barnett got an exclusive look. While the supply chain backlog continues to choke ports and trucking routes, many companies are now looking to the skies for solutions. It's unbelievably exciting. We've been working towards this day for many, many years. Liam O'Connor is Zipline's chief operating officer. We have done over 220,000 commercial deliveries in overseas markets. For us, the promise of ultra-fast delivery is, is really to give, give access to all kinds of communities, to all kinds of products. Once a customer places an order via the Zipline Walmart app, items are packaged inside this specially designed box with a parachute. Right, so the first step we're doing is scanning the package. So by now, someone's ordered something, it's been packaged up, and now it's in your hands. That's correct. Flight operations lead Evan Britton showed us how it's launched. Next, we'll install the parachute and load the package into the... Payload bay. Latches in. And the next step will be to install the battery. It's inspection complete. Zip line 963. Roger. Launching zip line 963 in 3, 2, 1. For now, these zips, as they're called, are able to drop payloads within a 50 mile radius of Pea Ridge, Arkansas. But Walmart and Zipline hope to one day expand the service nationwide. If our customers enjoy the service, we'll scale it. So in future holidays, this is probably going to play a really big part in getting things in a hurry. Tom Ward runs Walmart's last mile delivery operations. Customers expect us to save them money. They need us to save them time. 
And when it comes to saving time, what better way to do it than via drone? Zipline is part of a growing list of companies looking to make commercial drone delivery more accessible. Each zip returns to home base and hooks itself to this suspension cable. Normal recovery, Zipline 963. Where it awaits its next mission. Now, currently, this service is free. There is no cost to customers as both Walmart and Zipline gather data and feedback to see if this is something people really want. If so, the expectation is that this service could expand across the country. Tony? Meantime, heads up if you live in northern Arkansas. Errol, thank you very much. Well, tonight, the United Kingdom says it will restrict travel from South Africa after scientists there discovered a potentially dangerous new variant of the coronavirus. Fewer than 30 percent of South Africans have had a covid shot, but researchers there are trying to reverse engineer the Moderna vaccine with the blessings of the World Health Organization. CBS's Deborah Pata reports now from Johannesburg. This is the inauspicious Cape Town home to a revolution. Inside the warehouse, rebels in white lab coats have an audacious plan to solve global vaccine inequalities. While more than half the world has received one COVID shot, wealthy nations had first pick of the vaccines. So African countries had to wait. As a result, less than 7% on the continent are fully vaccinated. African Technical Director Dr. Karen Fenner said the pandemic was a wake-up call. Because it made us realize if we don't step up and do it ourselves, no one else is going to do it. After pleading with Big Pharma to share their recipes, these scientists are done waiting and have taken the development of a COVID vaccine into their own hands. So they're replicating Moderna's mRNA vaccine. Despite its stated commitment to global vaccine access, Moderna has not given its permission. Legally, Afrogen can take this up to clinical trials. But MD Pietro Tablanche says to get shots into people's arms, they would need a license agreement with Moderna. But so many health experts globally have said it couldn't be done. Africa can't do it. They can't produce an mRNA vaccine. I think we have a surprise for the rest of the world. We can. And we will. On the COVID battlefront, perhaps it takes rebels in lab coats to even the field. Deborah Padder, CBS News. Johannesburg, South Africa. Whether you traveled this Thanksgiving or not, we're now taking you to the rolling hills of Montana, where a Native American tribe is celebrating the homecoming of the American buffalo, or bison if you prefer, which once roamed the northern plains by the millions. Here's CBS's Michelle Miller. Buffalo are an elusive breed here on the eastern border of Glacier National Park. They're taking off. They're taking off. Yeah, they, they won't wait for us, these ones. But Irvin Carlson and the Blackfeet Nation are changing that. They return 90 buffalo to Blackfeet territory, reinforcing a kinship passed through the ages. They were our food, our clothing, our lodging, our tools. They were our, our whole economy. You know, that's what we existed on them. When European settlers arrived in the 1800s, the delicate balance shifted. In the 19th century, there were millions of buffalo that roamed this region until they were hunted to near extinction. The Blackfeet captured those calves and they took them across the mountains and they sold them to the Canadian government. And that's how they got into Canada. And they eventually ended up at the Elk Island National Park. Those descendants survived there for more than 100 years. 
Then in 2016, Parks Canada gave the Buffalo Initiative permission to return 100 buffalo to the Blackfeet Reservation. When we got back, waiting for us and all in celebration of these buffalo coming home. That was a, a real great day for us. They've been living here peacefully ever since. But 13 of them made a detour, continuing on to California's Oakland Zoo. We were able to secure some of these to bring them here to Oakland for an incredible, not only exhibit, but really the educational purpose of why they're here. Zoo CEO Nick DeHasia plans to return the 10 babies born and bred here to the Montana Plains. There is the red dog that was just born 24 hours ago, watching this young one yesterday, literally within hours of birth, just trying to stand up and walk. And you can see that right now, getting her footing. The goal is to increase this herd's size and even its territory. What does an animal roaming in the 21st century have to do with how you live today? To me, it keeps, uh, it keeps our history and our culture alive. This is home to them, where they originated from and were traveled a big full circle to across the mountains, to Canada, to back here to home. So It only took 100-something years. It only took 100-something years. <laughs> Michelle Miller, CBS News, on Blackfeet territorial lands in Montana. A symbol of freedom in this country since before there was a country. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Powerful winds whipped up wildfire warnings across Southern California today. Santa Ana winds were gusting as high as 70 miles per hour and a wildfire that had been under control reignited in the city of Riverside, forcing a neighborhood there to evacuate. In the north, northeast, meanwhile, tonight, forecasters are tracking a possible snowstorm that could muck up travel Sunday into Monday. And Dwayne Johnson, better known as The Rock, went big on giving this holiday. Thank you for your service, brother. Enjoy your new trip. What the heck is happening? Get out of here, bro. Oh, my God. Allow me to explain. The Rock handed over the keys to his personal customized truck to a Navy vet named Oscar Rodriguez. Rodriguez had attended a special screening of The Rock's new movie. It's called Red Notice, by the way. And after the actor heard Rodriguez's story, he decided to give him the truck. Rodriguez is a personal trainer. He's also a giver, providing support for victims of domestic violence. He was overcome with gratitude at what The Rock was cooking. Not just forgiving, but also growing. In at least one case, CBS's Nicole Killian traveled to Philadelphia to meet a young farmer who is using tiny seeds to great effect in her community. As we continue our series, Unifying America. 
We've been growing these seeds together. For Mira Mitchell, the seed was planted early. I've been farming um, since I was 14. Now at 28, she's a seed keeper. These are the seeds of the green striped Kushaw squash. It's the exact same variety as the one that my great-grandfather used to grow. You can see how beautiful they are. Not almost looks like a pumpkin seed. Connecting to her ancestral past sprouted a passion for heirloom crops that Amira grows on this urban farm nestled in the heart of Philadelphia. My favorite seeds are important to the African diaspora, um, so I love growing any kind of southern pea or black-eyed pea. I, I grew collard. All cataloged in a seed library where she helps others discover their roots. I've cooked recipes um, from some of the vegetables I've been stewarding here. And I would tell my mom, hey, mom, I made catfish etouffee with XYZ. And she says, boy, that's not catfish etouffee. That is smothered catfish. And grandmama used to make it like this. These seeds and the stories they carry tell not just a personal story, but also the story of where we come from in our culture. Sowing seeds of the past to sustain the future. Nicole Killian, CBS News, Philadelphia. On tomorrow's CBS Evening News, Steve Hartman is on the road with the story of a foster dad who has much to be thankful for and the kids who are thankful for him. And that's tonight's CBS Evening News. For Nora O'Donnell, I'm Tony DeCopel. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Honey, let's eat. Good night, everybody. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.